Episode 50. Big episode. We're also... Number 50. We are also What's 50 in Spanish? I think... I don't know. Think <laughs> You're a teacher. <laughs> I don't teach Spanish. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, um, this, we are also marking this, our one-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, a year ago in July. I think Tyler's going to propose today. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Smash and Grab Comics. With me is the pretty boy of comics, J.P. Jones. And you are uh, the Logan Paul of comics. I am the Logan Paul of comics. We came up with that earlier uh, because I'm willing to do anything to get ratings. Anything? Anything. That's a long list, people. Yeah. Anything. Hey. Sorry. If, I, I, I I'm trying know. to get situated. I should have done this before. I got, like, keys and stuff. Yeah. If they take, um, you know, as much attention to me as people did to Logan Paul, our podcast will become so huge right now we average between 70 and 100 downloads a week i want that to be higher so everyone listening right now tell a friend uh if they don't like comics tell them to tell a friend who likes comic books even if you just like to be entertained for a couple minutes uh we always go off on tangents about our daily life um john what have you been doing this week dude all I've been doing this week is working, going home, and playing Overwatch. That's it. You're playing Overwatch? A lot. How come? Is it because it's the second one? Right? No. Oh. They've only released the one Overwatch. All right. But uh, we play very competitively. Uh-huh. Highly competitively. Yeah. Like, we get into it. All right. And, uh, yeah. I have I have Overwatch at my house. Have you ever played it? No. Okay. Now, one, it might be... One of my sons... We might not want to play with you. <laughs> I'm serious. One of my, I hate one, to say that. One of my sons has Overwatch, and he played it until Fortnite caught his eye, and then yeah, we talked about that on I the show. Sw- before. I swear, I swear, there is a Overwatch two coming out. I think I swear. Um, I just saw it in Game Informer. I'm. I don't think so. I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay, but that's okay. I think I would have seen it. Okay. All right. So what are you playing on? What, my Xbox. Okay, you can play it on your Xbox. So. What if somebody had a PS4 they were playing on? Could you guys play together? No. Why? Because... That is so weird. Think of it like DC and Marvel. Yeah. They don't get along. They don't put they don't put out the same titles either. Right, but this is different. You gotta think, instead of titles, it's platforms. You know what I mean? Like, networks. You're yeah. paying... You pay Xbox for their network. You know, you have to pay to play online. Yeah. I, and, I have Xbox Live. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm, like, coming at you like you're a late person, you know? Like... <laughs> A little bit, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, here's the thing. I am up on games and, and yeah. things like that. I've got, um, I've got everything. It's just my time of getting to play is virtually zero. Mm. Um, my wife has a daycare, and so I can't, oh wow, I can't really play when there's daycare. Um, during the summer, I do summer art classes, and so I'm gone a lot during the day. And school's gonna start this fall. I'm a high school art teacher. So you should just sell it because you're never going to play. Just so who wants a who wants an Xbox One right now? You know, I'll buy one for what? Well, how, what it, <laughs> is it? The slim one? Is it the? No, it's not slim. It's the it's normal, the, the original. Xbox the old one. one? Yeah, I I have the old one already. So yeah. I wouldn't want to buy another old one. 
No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not like it's brand new. Yeah. And I'm actually looking to buy a 360. Cuz yeah, cuz there's one. some yeah, there's some games uh that I would love to play on 360 again that I don't have access to on Xbox One. Yeah, I have 360. Uh, don't plug it. It's not plugged in right now. I'll give you. I'll give you 50 bucks. I will think about that. <laughs> um, That's a low ball. I'm no, sorry. The Xbox One at my house though is our everything box. You know, we. Oh, for sure. It's our Netflix. It's our Hulu. It's our Prime. Cable, so, if you yeah, have it. Yeah. So we don't. The majority of my Xbox is used for those kind of things, which I need Xbox Live to do that. So yeah. Um, games are few and far between for me because by the time I have a minute, uh, then my wife and I have to reconvene because we haven't seen each other all day. And, right. you know, uh, people who don't know this, you know, she's nine, eight weeks or eight months pregnant right now. So we don't get a lot of time where she's interested in sitting and playing video games, you know? Mm, so yep. anyway. I hear you, man. I mean, time is uh, a huge aspect of doing all of that and like i i try and like scrounge for time like i i have to make it you know yeah. i'm lo- i'm really lucky i have tomorrow off because tomorrow all day games like that's my yeah. like thing to do on sundays yeah is like i just say fuck everything else yeah. like games like it doesn't matter long. what it is all day long. I, well sarah sarah goes to work so then i'm ho- at home to left to my own devices have nothing to do so okay so she goes to work yeah. Does, does she have expectations for the apartment by the time you get back? Oh, I mean, she's done. I usually get those done Saturday night. Okay. I mean, I'll do some cleaning. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not all day. I'm not like, fuck everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just know, like, I'm in my own little world, though, apartment. If there's really. something to do in the home and one partner's home, I think that they should at least attempt to do it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think if the other person's off at work, there's no reason that the other one can't. You know, clean the bathroom mirror or vacuum the living room. You know? Yeah. So. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, it's just a healthy balance of that. You know, you have that's uh, that's life. You yeah. know, that's you just gotta either step up or trust the person that you're with. You yeah. know. <laughs> you know. So for me, you know, you're talking about all day games. For me, that guilty pleasure kind of thing is, is comic books and records. I, oh, you know, sure. I listen to vinyl but, records like nonstop. Well, that's nice though because uh, comic books, it's not such a like a dedicated amount of time. Like you know, you can oh. like pick it up and put it down, read them. Yeah, I you know, uh, I'll read a comic and then um, put it down and then help my wife with whatever. It's sort of you know she's pregnant and she's so far along in her daycare. Um, you know she gets issues with getting down on the floor to pick up a baby you know right um so you know i'll sneak a comic in here or there it's not like a game where you can't just turn it on accomplish something and then turn it off within five minutes yeah absolutely yeah i mean you wouldn't even get like into a game within five minutes in in some games like some games you're just you're totally sitting there yep you would have maybe just started one (laughs) yeah i know it uh, uh let's talk about comic books this podcast is about comic books yeah sorry but you this, know is a... this is uh this, this, this is episode 50 50 so it's okay if we go off on tangents old school tangents you know back in the day we used to uh you know back in the day a year ago <laughs> these long tangents yeah well and like uh and it would sound like we were recording out of a trash can just kidding you no. know the audio has always been good it's just become great well the I don't know if I'd ever say good. It's just you know going from USB microphone straight into a computer versus having a digital recorder 
with quality microphones on it. Yeah. There's a difference, you know. 100% agree. You know, instead of recording onto, you know, the difference of what I'm recording onto right now, I'm not recording onto my computer hard drive. I'm recording onto an SD card right now, you know. Um, it all makes a difference. Well, we've had know? problems with the SD card before. Yeah. One day like... I forgot it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> That's not the SD problem card from. That's your problem. <laughs> and then another day, uh, it could have been a problem. The screen on the recorder just kept saying no card when the card was in there. Yeah, that was weird. I, How did we fix that? Just... I just took the card out and put it back in. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I thought it was something as simple as that. But yes, we need to talk about comics. Holy shit. We got off another tangent about microphones. Yeah. What do you want to start with? Or can I just start it off with like a go, big... Go, Okay. The big, like, because I have a lot of books this week, and I yeah. don't want to talk about, like, every one of them for, like, 45 minutes. No, we can, you know, I have, you know, a few books this week, too, of ones that you didn't pick up. But so I, we'll just how, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight books. But I read this one. I read That's this true. One. Okay. So. Just making sure. I mean, I, I brought a big pile. and. Yeah. That's fine. That is uncharacteristic of me, but I was really thinking we like can, we can literally go through them as fast or as slow as you want to. <laughs> this is episode fifty, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you for putting me on my place. I, yeah. I understand now. But um this is Dead Life from Statics Press. These guys I think are quickly becoming my favorite, just like I would say the production of their product. I yeah. wouldn't say the comic itself, and yeah. I wouldn't say the story or the art or anything, but what they deliver from my money physical paper the physical book the stapling everything that is high quality yeah well and the nice thing is is this is 5.99 put it in perspective yeah. so dead life number one static express 5.99 it's eight pages or 80 pages long eight pages eight no. pages are made yeah. out of sterling here's silver my, here's a little funny story about that book um my wife asked to come with me yeah that day so I had to put a lot of books back. She was, <laughs> she she was, was like with. giving you the eye and like, yeah, you better and, not be spending 50 bucks on books today. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, that's exactly right. So um, this was one I really wanted to read, um, but, you know, didn't get to. I didn't get to read it because I, I, I was on a budget with Mrs. Johnson right next to me. That and I understand, you know, because it is also a zombie book. Mm-hmm. So it's it's also not like you're, you, you could kind of judge it by its cover and go, oh, great. Another zombie book, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah. But I think it does a lot of cool things, and we'll get to that in a moment. But I still think for five ninety nine, this versus five ninety nine, uh, five ninety nine, Amazing Spider Man, right. like number one from Marvel. I did which, read that. You're right. Which one is better by like this one? Like it's just in terms of reading. Yeah. There's way see, see, eighty pages of no ads. Eighty pages. The other. Amazing Spider-Man was close to that. I don't know if it was. It 80, was. It was close to it. But um, it was as far as a Spider-Man story goes. Um, I loved Invincible, and so when you got Ryan Otley coming on to do the art, it was very nostalgic. I'm like, feel like I was reading Invincible again. Yeah. Okay. And the story was top-notch, and I haven't been that excited for Amazing Spider-Man in a long time. Yeah. Uh, granted, I have not read Dead Life, so I'm gonna take your word for it that it's awesome and i'm not i'm not comparing this to like the story i'm just saying like quality of product and like what you get bang for your buck yeah ad wise story wise all things i think 5.99 on on these just any static press i'm not talking about dead life in general i'm talking about any static press they did that 2021 lost children yeah. uh they've done some uh other sci-fi stuff and some other like uh viking stuff and fantasy and sci-fi 
I just think they produce. They did that kaiju book. Yeah. Like the, yeah, that was cool. Um, Static Press puts out awesome product, man. Like it's just. Did they affiliate with Titan Books? I think. Yeah, Titan Comics puts them out. They're the com- they're like the um, the guys who create it. Static okay. Press. Uh, Titan Comics is the one who prints it for them. That's nice. Um, but it's a really cool comic. What it starts off as a family who's kind of in turmoil, uh, and they're like having arguments about their lives and what they're gonna do, and they get to their grandparents' house. And they're at their grandparents' house to kind of just have a fun weekend. And um, they're eating dinner. And the dad says he's going to go up and uh, into the attic to grab something for the son. And he notices that there's this box in his attic that where, like, a cup should be or, like, a grail. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. looking thing. Like yep. a relic. Yep. It's gone. <gasps> so he runs downstairs. And he starts beating the fuck out of the little kid. Like, where is it? And he's smacking him, like, yeah, and, like, punching him, like, being crazy and choking him. The son's like, bitch, please. It's nuts. And then um, he says he used it to go play with the girl down the road, and he was playing Indiana Jones. And he's and he, like, keeps yelling at him, like, did you drink out of it? Did you drink out of it? So. Did, is, did he lose it? Did he lose the cup? Yeah, he left it there. So, uh, but anyway, they're on their way, and this guy grabs a gun. He's like, you have no idea what your son just did. He fucked up, like. You know, he's like, you have no idea. We have to go end this now. So he's like, what are you talking about? You hit him so fucking hard. Like, what are we doing, dad? Like, that's his, the dad, that's his dad and the little kid's grandpa. So, I mean, the situation, like, psychologically is all sorts of fucked he up. He just explodes and, like, from opening page. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. So uh, they go to the house of the girl and they go inside. Everything's wrecked. There's blood everywhere. Oh, Zombie attacks uh, the dad granddad shoots it zombie attack uh, comes out from like the car and kills the grandpa so now the grandpa's fucked and out of it and then the son and his grandson they book it back and um the son goes in to grab his stuffed animal because they're trying to gather everything up it's like you don't have no idea what happened you have no idea what happened i just saw grandpa get murdered and like all this stuff he's dead we need to get the fuck out of here and then uh they're loading in the car but the son goes back to grab a toy yeah. And he turns around, and it's the little girl he was playing with earlier. She's a zombie. She's a zombie. She's standing there. And there's this scene that was, like, really horrifying to me as a horror book. Like, the mom can see it happening through the window. Yeah. And she's, like, banging on the glass. There's and like nothing the, she can do. There's nothing she could do, but the little kid's like, get back. And he's got a squirt gun. It's oh, like, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that puts, like, the horror to a new level. Like, the kid. Yeah, he's like, you don't stand a chance. It really solidifies that he's a child. Like, he thinks yeah. that's going to stop her. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he she totally mangles him. Ah, uh, God, I gotta get this book. Yeah, she totally mangles him. Uh, and, anyway, uh, they go through, and they load the kid into the car, and they're driving down the road. The mom's holding, like, the blood, and he's stop, trying to stop the blood. And she's like, it's getting weak. And he's like, I'll get to the hospital. So they're driving and driving. And then there's like a rolled over car in the road. Yeah. So then they stop there and um, smash into it, of course. And we keep going. Um, There's also another, uh, excuse me, uh, this crash car. He looks inside. He gets out. He looks inside. There's blood all over the place. And um, there's the car is sitting there behind like a blind curve. So here comes this big, like, truck, like, around the corner, like, around the bend. Boom, it's right there. Right there. So that smashes their car now. So it's on a busy road. And they get thrown from the vehicle. The dad's still inside. There's logs coming off the shit. Uh, the driver of that red truck gets out and pulls the dad out of the wreckage. And um, he goes to find his wife that was, like, ejected out of the car. 
<laughs> yeah. This is a this is a shitty day, really. <laughs> you know, one shitty day. This that this book could be called one shitty day because there's these people have the worst things yeah. happen to them ever. Yeah. You know, but uh, when you really think about this, though, I don't want to get through because, like I said, guys, eighty pages of me doing that is uh, going to be exhausting. Telling you the whole thing, but it's a really great book. Um, I was riveted. <laughs> you were riveted. It was like a soap opera. Um, but the horror in here is really, really cool. And it's a great idea that sets it up. They never really touch back on the grail again. Um, I think they should have. I think it would have been awesome for us to hear a little bit more. But it's mostly just step by step by step about what's happening. I mean, they got 80 pages of time to tell it. Yeah. And I um, think they took a gamble on such a, a large story for the first issue of, you know, an unknown title on a very small um, because label. Because here's why. Because these series are only two to three issues total. Okay. So they release, like, this one will be, like, three issues. Okay. Tops. And it's done. Is it cheaper to then release bigger issues but less of them at a time? I or think so. Less, less number of them? I, I think so. Hmm. So instead of, instead of mass-producing small books... You just limited produce a big book to get more money out of it. Sure. So, you know, rather than selling through only 70% of your stock, well, you sell through 100%, you know? Yeah, looking through that, that could have been two, two and a half issues. Excuse me, that's a big yawn. Oh, you're fine. Um, yeah, it should, absolutely, it could be two, two and a half, three issues. Yep. Um, really great, though. And uh, it moves at a pace that is a slow burn, but things happen so, so, like, so fast to these characters in retrospect to the overall story yeah. that you're not too concerned about the overall because you're concerned about the now because it's it, it's awesome but um ends on a great cliffhanger and i think everybody should be reading it it's called dead life static express really great book so yeah both covers are cool too i can't wait to i liked this one better just kind of i'm more of like a zombie fan rather than like a a yeah. demon. <laughs> yeah, that looks like a demon cover. Yeah, I don't really like the demon cover. I'm going to have to uh, pick one up because I, I wanted it, but really cool. the last two weeks have been heavy books for me. So Yeah, I hear you. I think I went really light last week. You yeah. know, I don't think I really brought home anything. No, I noticed you got Ruin World there now. I do. And so you read it. What do you think? I didn't actually get time to read it. Oh. <laughs> well, all right. I know. I really wanted to. I really wanted to. Um. The guy brought it. The guy I gave it to. Uh, he brought it back in for me, and he drew a little character of the. Did he listen <laughs> to the podcast? Is that why he brought it back? Um, no, he just. Uh, I lent. I didn't lend it to him. Like I gave it to him, as in like we were out, like yeah. sold out, sold and it. I had a copy of my, my copy, and I was yeah. like, "You can just have my copy. Like it's fine, you know." Mm -hmm. He's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And uh, he read it. He hated it. <laughs> so perfect. So right, I built this story up. He was like so excited about it. Um, yeah, last week, that's funny. He was so Shit. excited. Like he even's like, I follow this guy on Instagram. Uh, he, I love his work. Yeah. And then he brought it back in. He's like, Hey, hey, man. I'm like, What's up? He can have this, man. I'm like, What? No, I'm, I'm like, so I want to. You didn't sell it to him originally. Yeah, we sold. I sold it to him. Okay. Yep, sold it to him. And uh, he came back. He's like, You can just, you just have this, man. I'm like, Yeah. What'd you think? <laughs> not for me man like <laughs> he was like maybe if i was like reading to a classroom of kids yes but he's like nope I not for me 
No, I don't even think it's a classroom for kids. The the humor in it is dark. It's it's deadpan. It's yeah. You gotta you gotta have a sense of humor to sense the humor in it. And so if you can't sense that, yeah, then it's a kids book for sure. Um, now I would agree with you though, because I mean, like I looked through it and got through a few pages because I was, but I was just too busy and like just didn't get time. I got fucking like nine books this week, so I was like trying to find the time to just even read one was tough because I was working. But yeah, um. I just think the concept is really cool, you know, and like, I like the art. It looks, uh, it looks fun. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I got from you. So, and then I don't think I didn't read it because of what he said about it. I yeah. was like, I was going to, but I just, didn't. yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think Ruin World, uh, will be a great five issue little series. It's okay. from Kaboom. Yeah. And, uh, we talked about it last week, but I do have, I, I do have it now. Cool. So maybe we'll get back to it at some point. Uh, he is a good artist. So he drew that so little guy. drew you a cat and then. This guy. Yeah, they, what is the, ah, the metal. <laughs> I don't nope. have my issue open in front nope, of me. No, so, you sure don't. Okay, this uh, week also came out with a Jeff Lemire comic that, well, two Jeff Lemire comics. Uh, the one that I'm reading um, is Royal City. Yeah. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is that um, the dead kid, who we've been seeing snippets of him through um, his family members, well, it came out that on the day the kid died, he had slept with his brother's girlfriend. Then he got Whoa. his brother caught him, punched him, and then the kid walked away with a bloody nose. Right, that's what we heard saw in the last issue. This issue, um, we see him bloody nose. The and he's fourteen years old, and blood running down his face. He's and he walks towards the river. And a while later, his siblings are all looking for him, and they find him face down in the river. So that's all we know about how he died. Um, probably killed himself. But, so anyway, now though, there was a baby born of that um, of that union of a 14-year-old and an 18-year-old girl. <laughs> Unification. Yeah. So the, I got you. The, the niece to all these brothers and sisters has come back. And she is in her dad's old bedroom. She puts on his tape. Okay, so you remember there's been issues of Royal City where they've had, they're based on like 90s rock covers. Yeah. There's one like that looked like Weezer. And there was one that looked like Smashing Pumpkins. And Yeah, I remember that. Well, anyway, so she puts on his cassette tape, which is a, you know, um, mixtape of all those bands. And while she's listening to it, she opens her eyes. And then there is her dad sitting next to her. Um, he's been able to... Um, show himself to other members of his family in the past. Um, but he's still 14 here as a ghost. Oh, okay. And, and he's sitting next to his daughter. It's just odd. It's kind of creepy. You know, she looks scared uh, for a minute. Yeah. I'm eager to see what happens next because I don't know. What what really draws you to this story? Like, I just don't. I, I always see, see you talk about this book and I, like, look at it. I just don't have any interest. Like, I just never... What? What is it? I think... Uh, well, I'm always interested in murder mysteries, so... first. That yeah, I guess, first I, I guess that, it is a murder mystery, for sure. That was the first thing, is that this kid was dead. Um, and then... And then I kind of noticed it was a haunting story, too. I mean, he's after all these kids. And then I thought it was a really unique idea how he ties in 90s rock albums. Um, it seems to me that this book takes place... And they did say mid-90s, but... I really like the fact that it, that was me. I was his age. I was that kid 
you know, this depressed kid who didn't have any luck with girls and, and. So, I mean, the characters kind of hit home for you too. Yeah. You know, um, I totally get all this stuff and, um, and it hits heartstrings too, because you see how all of the family members grieve for their dead brother, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, I guess it's supernatural ish, but it feels more like this could happen kind of thing. It feels because the characters are so real and all that. And like the the way they set it up makes you attached to it. It's not just like, boom, here's a story. Yeah. There's a lot of character building and I really always like that. Um, Absolutely. So that's what draws draws me to it. Uh, yeah, I there, still don't like Jeff Lemire's art. There is no there is no action. There's no killing. There's no you know all this stuff. It's just it's just drama know, between drama. humans. Yeah, it's just drama. Yeah, and his art is hard to get used to. If you're unfamiliar with Jeff Lemire, it is a sketchy black pen, um, then colored with watercolor. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it just feels real shaky. Um, it has, it has kind of has a, um, very, uh, amateur look to it, but then we uh, I would say, I would say yes. Oh yeah. You, you, that's what your biggest problem is. It I looks... mean, I don't know. No. I mean, I've seen worst art that people like are still in the business today, you know, right. <laughs> but I don't know. But. This is a conscious decision to do it this yeah. way. Yeah, there's like this unrefinedness to it that's yeah, just it's very raw. Yeah, maybe that. Bu- maybe that's what bugs me. I don't know. That and I think people would see this in two ways. They could see it as going, "Oh, that's that's his what he can do." Like, yeah, you know, he thinks this is good, and then but then there's the side of me going, "He chose to make it look this way for that for a certain feel." Right. But, you know. But then again. It looks exactly like Sweet Tooth looked, and it looks exactly like Essex County that he did, and it looks exactly like the book he did with Jeff Lemire, those oversized magazine things. Sure. Um, oh, so, the AD one? Yeah, 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 yeah the AD. Um, I have all three volumes of that, and it is it is difficult to get through. Really? It is so lengthy, because it's written in prose. It's not... Oh, it's God. Not, it's not It's not comic <laughs> comic book okay it's it's a long form writing like dante's inferno (laughs) no not that bad but it's but it's written like a story yeah and then you've got jeff lemire art with it so Mm, that might be that might be i don't although i i i read the divine comedy like uh like five times no it's not it's not like that i know but uh, you say it's like prose and like that's that's the ultimate prose like yeah it's (laughs) It's it's daunting, you know. I felt like I'm lost. I don't know what you're talking about, kind of thing. Um, so that wasn't, but that was, you know, um, Jeff Johns, I think, wrote that. I think it was Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, that's what I meant. Yeah. So it's his story, but with Jeff Lemire's art. Yeah. To me, that didn't really work out too well. If it has Jeff Lemire's art, Jeff Lemire has to write it. And what I'm really glad about with this next book we're going to talk about. As far as Jeff Lemire goes, oh. he's solely writing it. He's yeah. Like, There's no Jeff Lemire art. Yeah. This is a real book. Real man's book right here. <laughs> the other one's not a real man's book. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> not. It's a, it's a not for this man's book. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a soft heart. Yeah. That's all right. So do I. But for certain things. Not yeah. Royal City. Not Royal City. Nope. Um, Gideon Falls. <sighs> Beautiful book. 
fucking cool. I, I had to get this variant cover, though. This is... I want to get that, too. It's... It's so much fun. Okay, so those that don't know, there is a variant cover for Gideon Falls that has a man's head, and he has a huge smile that extends beyond the framework of his head. Yeah. Uh, almost like the Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland. And then on top of his head is the Black Barn. Yeah. Um. So it's it's very comical looking. It, yeah. It it just looks like a silly, uh, silly Salvador Dali kind of thing. Um. Whereas the cover I have is the more serious one that has a map layout of roads and whatnot that's in the shape of one of the characters. Yeah, it's like a geographical map from like bird's eye view. I'm sorry, I'm yawning too because I've had a long day, but I promise you. That I am excited to be here, and I love you, and I can't wait for you to propose soon. It's oh. going to happen tonight, right? Yeah. What? We are both married already. Yeah, but and like so... we could be like sister brothers. And so... Is that how that works? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, first of all, we would both have to be bisexual. Oh, okay. And we'd have to get a lady's approval, because now it's already going out on the internet. <laughs> they're going to know. We couldn't do this secretly. They're going to know. Damn. Foiled again. Foiled again. All right. Uh, I'll keep dreaming. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine the colossus of our two beards together? Just just all tangled together. And <laughs> I mean, sh- I don't know. Mine, does, mine probably wouldn't do much damage, you know. Yeah. That's pretty weak. Yeah. But still, can you imagine waking up and picking one of my beard hairs off your face? <laughs> <laughs> no, I could not, nor do I want to. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Gideon Falls, uh, issue number five is out. Jeff Lemire. Um, I love this book. It's so much fun. Last time we were here, um, we ended up with the sheriff of, or one of the police officers of Gideon Falls with, um, the priest who has moved there to take over, um, the flock and the church and all that. She responded to a call that her sister was involved in. Yeah. And then when, at the end of that last issue... She had been drinking, so she told the priest, you're driving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get there, and there is a man who's waiting with a bloody... Uh, you know, it's like a, a hammer. Yeah, yeah, it's like a hammer, for sure. Uh, so, you know, he says, I've been waiting for you, Father. You know, uh, the cop's there. She's like, drop it. Um, he swings the hammer at her. She drops her gun, and it goes off. It hits him, I think, but then he takes off running. After he stabs the father with a scalpel that may be... It looks like a little switchblade, but it also looks like a scalpel, too. It's weird. At the end, they call it a scalpel. Which is... That's weird. That's not a scalpel for sure. Come on. Look uh, at how big that thing is. Yeah. I think it looks like a switchblade. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Case yeah. case, uh, case closed. But yeah, he stabs him through the hand. He runs away. And he's all... Uh, the uh, Our cop runs out through the road to try and chase him. And you said this is her sister? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought that's what the last issue said, but... Okay, maybe. Um, But yeah, she's outside, and uh, she's just bleeding to death. She she said this weird, like, cryptic thing. She says, saw you inside. You were there. I was like, what? Yeah. So that's weird. I I don't know. What is she referring to? Is she referring to saw you inside? You were there when, like, he murdered me? Like, is she part of this, and she doesn't know it? Like, I don't... That could be... I don't have any ideas about what that meant. And I I was going back a few frames going... Inside rear, inside right? House, Isn't that why it's cri- it's it is cryptic though? Am yeah. I not you know am I not yeah. mistaken there? That's not just bad writing. That's just like it's yeah. really like mysterious. Um, 
You know, maybe this wasn't her sister. This might have just been the wife of that guy. That's. I thought it. I thought it was because I was like, I don't. I wasn't picking that up, but maybe I missed something. No, I know. I think about it. They just got a domestic call. Yeah. And this is the husband that did this. So. Right. Yep. Um, and then on the road there, she dies. Mm-hmm. And they run out into the field to see if they can catch this guy. Yeah. And then they come to this giant portion of the field that's like a crop circle, but you know what I mean. It's like a, it's, but it's, in but the it's shape a shape of a square. Shape of a square. Yeah. So that. It's like the black barn was there, and now it's not. Yep. And that's a really cool and shocking scene. Again, they use that that really cool idea of pulling back the lens of the art. You're getting a long distance shot, but you got that nice red circle in the middle. Yeah. To really just draw your eye and be like, "Oh, that's them." You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's instant contextual information. I do like that. It's like it's almost like you know red tabs on a legal document that you have yeah. to sign here, sign here, kind of thing. But, Look here. But this is, don't miss this. But it's but it's been done to great effect here. It's yeah. used again on the bottom of the page when she the uh, pulls out the so, knife and she says, we need to see Doc Sutton. And then she's got this red square around it. It just draws your eye. Here's my theory of okay. what happened here. The black barn was there. Ooh. The guy, the perpetrator ran into the barn. It disappeared, but it left the knife there. Ah. And they were being Or he dropped it. Yeah, or he dropped it. And our... Um, protagonist, the cop, and the and the priest. priest got there just you know moments too late. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it doesn't really show that, but it's really cool and creepy, and I like that. That's that's, that's my your theory. great theory. Uh, it's your great. It's a great theory. So we're jumping to Norton in a big city. I assume it's New York City. We think so. I think that's kind of like what it's loosely based on. If you heard John's voice trail away, he's walking uh, away from the microphone. He did not tell me what he's going to do. So I assume he's coming back and that I will just waste time for a few minutes. But uh, he's coming back. He's got a smile on his face. I don't know what's going I'm on. Back. I don't know what. What? I thought you were going to fill know, in time. I don't know what the fuck that was. Oh, really? Just like, yeah. he's out. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just walking away. Sorry. Okay, so we're in Norton's apartment. And Dr. Uh, Zoo is there. And she's. I think she's losing it. She's laying on the uh, bed. She- Definitely, man. I mean, um, it's going down. Yeah, she's been seeing the delusions of the black barn now, she, like uh, like this guy, her, like her Norton, and, right? Yeah, and then Norton walks in with some tea for her. Great. Uh, he, he and her are now on the same level. You know what I mean? It's no longer psychiatrist patient. It's definitely more like we are friends and we're in this together. Yeah. Uh, and we see that too. She she wants to get close to him, and she um. She tries to ask him, why did you go about the black barn through garbage, you know? And mm-hmm. he just said that was the way it made sense to him. Um, Isn't Didn't he say, like, he it, it happened all the way back to when he was, like, four or some shit? Yeah. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. He'd been tied to this barn for a long time. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of this couple page where um, she says she's scared, and he says, I'm scared, too. She removes his... Um, um, air his mask. face mask, not yeah. face mask, not air mask, but it's a... It's a uh, dust filter. She yeah. removes it off his face and then cuddles with him, which it says so much. She's getting comfortable with him, and he's getting comfortable enough to let her take that Well, you know, that off his face. This guy, he's the only one that she has, and he's the only one that she has. Like, it's yeah. just, you know, and I don't think it's a, a convenience thing. I just think it's a, this is a survival now at this point. We're all both seeing this crazy-ass shit. Like, this, this relationship psychologically has changed so much for both of them you know? mm-hmm. um, especially for her 
it's just all of a sudden she's just Let's... been cropped at the knees and going, oh, I am not as hoity-toity psychiatrist. I'm just as, quote-unquote, delusional as this guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a complete role reversal of characters. You know, she used to be the doctor. She used to be the one in control. She used to have the grip on reality. Right. Now she's like... I have no idea what's going on. Like, Teach me about yeah. this. Like, you know what I mean? Tell me about the blackboard. What the fuck's going on now? He's yeah. the teacher and yeah. she's the, you know, the, yeah. or, or he's the doctor and she's the patient. Kind it of made thing. me sad though when he referenced how hard being in the hospital was for him when, mm-hmm. he, was, when he was put in an institute. Um, you know, here's somebody that clearly to everyone on the outside seemed like he needed mental help and the help that he got was um, terrible. Um, the hospital was awful. I just wanted to die. I tried a few times, and he's holding up his wrist. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know that. You have my files. Um, just, I don't know. He was not a suicidal person until he got thrown in this, you know, horrible institution. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's definitely a, a crazy moment for the character to go through. and it, Like, it builds history without even, like, going back and, like, having to, like, show it, you know? This... This is, we haven't even finished this issue yet, but this is my uh, 100% favorite book every month. Yeah? Um, That's, I, I mean, love it. I, man, I, I'm like thinking, like, is there a book that really, analog, I don't know. We're going to talk about Analog, and that one's close, too. Oh, I didn't even, that was another one. I totally forgot to read it. Okay. My bad. Okay. We can hold off, but it's good. Yeah. It's good this week. I was like, I was kind of mad at the cover. I think this cover is bullshit. The fuck is that? Tokyo. Why? Because they go to Tokyo in the in the issue. Okay, but I don't know. It's just so boring, yeah. so plain. Yeah, it's not so, a great cover. So dull. Yeah, there's zero life into this photo. Um. Well, that's kind of the idea. You know, they're on an analog life now. You know, they're not. The digital age is put on hold because of yeah our main character. Unless maybe the if somebody took this from a disposable codec, then all right. Oh, so you're, okay. So you're not a fan of the of the photo itself. It's yeah. It's it shows it's a rainy day in Tokyo, you know, and we're seeing a reflection off the building there. Sorry, don't don't understand that. I mean, it's just it's so boring, so bland. There's nothing happening here. So. Right. Yeah, you're right. It is a. Bo- boring cover and i can't i mean like it's even like sign at the bottom like it's like a, the best pe- thing ever like <laughs> i get it like jesus but that's a nice oil painting of to me to look like a photograph that's not an oil painting yes. is it yeah that's not a real photograph i thought it was a photograph no it's a painting why would he sign a photograph nah that's a photo look at it <laughs> this is the debate of the century that's a photograph this is not a painting all right um yeah, but what about this pixelation <laughs> shit? That's added. It's a, it's totally a digital work, man. Like it's just a it's just a photograph with some digital touch ups. Oh, <laughs> this looks this looks painted. It's no way. That's not painted. I guarantee. I would bet ten dollars. All right, who did the cover? I don't know. <laughs> some some shitty there. photographer. Okay. So, uh. Variant cover, Dugan and O'Sullivan. Okay. Uh, Dugan and O'Sullivan, I am putting you guys on blast. Uh, <laughs> I am going to do my best to... Bad photo. To, I'm going to do my best to get this podcast into your hands because 
we have a debate over your cover. Yep. Uh, anyway, let's move on from analog. Yeah, sorry, I love the book. Um, but yeah, I'm not being mean, it's just, it's not, there's nothing there for me. It's like, what? Yeah. But the issue, hey. The issue was good. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And, you know, I love the book. Let's Absolutely. Jump, let's jump back into what <laughs> Yeah, we what happened? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck happened? What? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, the cop and the priest are now at, back at Doc Sutton's. Yes. Uh, big revelation here. Uh, Doc Sutton. Doc Sutton. Is, I am your father. Is the, yeah. Not of the father, though. He's no. not father of the father. He's father of the cop who's father a girl. Yep. <laughs> and uh, she knew about it, but our priest did not. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. Like, you know, right. dropping it. And um, turns out that the Black Barn connection goes even deeper within this family. Her little brother disappeared when he was like, what, six or something? Yeah. And uh, that's when her father went crazy and like started talking about this Black Barn and researching it and doing this plowman thing, the secret society yeah. of people who hunt this thing. And uh, she doesn't want any part of it. She thinks it's a psychosis that he made up yeah, to deal with the, the loss of... shows her a children's drawing of the Black Barn and said, your brother gave this to me the day before he disappeared. That's And she said, bullshit. That, you're lying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's some bullshit evidence to pull. Like, a six-year-old drew that. Like, that would be so easy to fake. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's why she feels that way. She's like, yeah. don't pull this on me. She feels like Fuck he's, you. Doing, he's doing that to pull on her heart and... And just bring her back into his life. It's an easy way. It's an easy yeah, scapegoat. No, but he's trying to bring it her into his obsession too. right true he doesn't want her on the outside of this he wants them united um but you know then he tells the story of how his son came to him in the middle of the night uh with this photo and he had been having nightmares and the dad sent him back to bed and that was the last he'd ever seen him yeah and he said uh the last thing he said was i was lost in he had a nightmare lost in an old barn he couldn't get out yeah yeah just scary yeah exactly yeah and especially when if this story is true, that he came to his dad and with the drawing and the nightmare story, if that's true, if Doc Sutton is telling the truth, and then the kid disappeared, that'd be some fucked up, scary shit. <laughs> I can see why he didn't tell the daughter. Yeah. Would you tell your, and that girl, she was young at the time. I don't know, they said 12 or something. Yeah, what do you tell her? Yeah, I'm like. Well, that's what he says, though. That's his defense, you know, but she's not having it. She's out. You know? Right. She's like, peace. You, you're an asshole. Uh, we flip back, though, to um, the city, and we're talking about the uh, zoo, Dr. Zoo and Nor- Norton, and um, she wants to hypnotize him. We didn't even, I don't think we talked about that. No, she so wanted to hypnotized. Yeah, she wanted to hypnotize him to, like, try and get more information about his past and where the Black Barn started and all this stuff, so she kind of, like, deep sinks him. And I thought this was cool. Do you, did you know, like, do you know if Jeff Lemire drew this? Because it looks like his stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess it might be in the credits page, but I just don't, I don't like this. Um, and I feel like this is the weakest as far as art goes in the book. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time on the right page figure um, out to figure going out on. that it's, it's um, split. Like I was w- wondering what this main shape at the bottom was. <laughs> it's his you, face, yeah, but, you it's, can... but it's, but it's like a funhouse mirror. So you can see two sides, you know, same side on both sides. Um, so artwork though I was I was not impressed. So I I don't know. You talk while I go back and see if it was Jeff Lemire that did that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I thought it was really cool. I think um, it was a uh, you know the realistic art 
from the beginning of the book and how the book has been drawn pretty much its entire run has always been pretty serious and pretty grainy and gritty. This has almost like a, I wouldn't say an anime quality to it, but it, it does have some of those colors. And uh, it's very simply drawn and it's almost like ethereal. And I really like that because it's it's him getting sunk deeper and deeper into this sleep for hypnosis. And the first panel even kind of like starts it up with a brain is what it kind of looks like. And he's like falling and he falls through this like big, huge pile of trash into the sky. And then into the, from the sky, he falls like into this ocean that's filled with walk a... over to the fridge quick. Yeah, yeah. You keep talking. <laughs> hey, man, you should have just rolled with it. At least you know? you know where I'm going. Oh, God. Yeah, well, like I'm going to run away. Okay, so Tyler stepped away, as you know, because he's clearly informed us. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool, and um, I don't know. I, I liked it. Uh, the only thing I think would have brought this to another level, because I've seen this used before where we go into like these kind of dream worlds or things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm back. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Um, the only thing I think would have set this thing on fire, though, mm-hmm. is keep it like this and then just change the word bubbles upside down and then to make you like rotate it rotate it because how cool would that be now your book is you know what i mean like that adds a whole new layer to it to like now i'm not talking about the art like flip the art over right but um it made you flip the book around like you're going into an upside down world now like you know what i mean and like that would have been a really great artistic choice i've read a book you know um in the unwritten do you remember that yeah i never read it though i remember when it came out yeah i really enjoyed it and there were times where you had to read it like that and it, the words were in a spiral all the way to the middle. So, I mean, you were just constantly turning it. Yeah. Um, Batman, like uh, the Scott Snyder, Greg yeah. Pulo first run on Batman did oh, it. Oh, with the owls, the court of owls. When he was in the maze, and yep. it was yes. amazing. Like, that, that I was, was... That was creepy as hell, right? Yeah, and, like, I read that, and, like, it was so cool. Like, I'd never wow. experienced a book like that. That, was that amazing. 52 Batman run yes. was so fucking good. So I was good. so mad when... um. DC relaunched again and we just lost all that Batman story that they worked so hard on. Greg Capullo was awesome. On yeah. Batman. Loved his artwork. No, absolutely. I think it's highly underrated and I think a lot of people give some crap for new 52 because now, you know, it doesn't matter and there was some troll, but there was some of the best work I've ever seen for some of those characters. Like yep. the first like two volumes of flash, three volumes of flash, yeah. new 52 run. Oh, so good. That Joker story. So of, you know, there's good. There's a totally new Joker story that we hadn't seen before with him cutting his face off. Um, that was good. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm just saying that was just an added level of um, darkness that we hadn't seen in Batman in a long time. And I, I just really like the way they handled those characters. Yeah, there was, uh, I think the biggest problem with some of those is the payoff at the end wasn't that great for some of those some of those uh, stories like the Joker storyline was good yeah, and it was like got really really good and then like it had a flat ending flat ending for sure yeah that ending was very just like uh, okay yeah. <laughs> nothing happened well, but anyway we're getting about out of uh, uh, out of our book again but um, um the hypnosis continues and he's right. falling deeper and deeper and deeper down 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 finally hits, he hits the bottom hits the bottom and I love this too like it's like his body but like he's got a hole in his head and there's steps coming out of it like that was so cool yeah and then there's a foot footprints in the sand walking away and then he comes to it he comes to the door is what he says what it's what it's called and it's this giant 
big door with wooden uh, wooden doors. Excuse me. Yep. On each side, like a bar- like the black yep. barn. They have one like French door. Barn yeah, doors. absolutely. Um, and it's just floating in space in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So it's floating above his head. Mm-hmm. In like this so, desert. Yeah. And uh, that's where that uh, hypnosis ends, and we jump back to Doc Sutton and the preacher, and uh, Doc Sutton's going mad and crazy, being like, "You gotta believe me and join me with this thing." He's like, "I don't think so, you crazy fucker." Well, yeah. he doesn't say that, but. <laughs> uh, well, the the scary part here is they are chatting uh, the father and Doc Sutton about what to do. And then they realize there's a huge uh, gunshot. Mm-hmm. Clara's outside, and they both took off running, yelling for Clara. Um, and then they hear another one off to the woods. Yeah. They they head that way. They're calling her name. They're heading towards the cornfield. Um, and then they get there, and there is a um, really cool um, negative of so if you can imagine a wood scene but then you'd see the negative of it yeah so the trees are complete white very frank miller here you know yep and in the middle of it is this red door that we see the the ready guy the one that um killed his wife he's walking through the red door with the sheriff in his arms he's carrying someone we can't see who it is but we assume it's clara i think it's the sheriff. yeah you know what i mean i'm just saying for the the sake of mystery the priest then takes off running and makes it through the door as well. Yeah, and we as it's closing. As it's closing, and so we don't... That's where we end. That's where it ends. It's so cool. I'm just really, really excited for what's next. Yeah, I to mean... To see what's in the black barn. We've gotten to a point now where we're just like... We're getting to the nitty-gritty of what's happened in this book. And this book doesn't, like, pull any punches. Like, it just it keeps going with this story, and it's intense. Like, I really love it. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy with this book. It's... De- I would have to agree. It is definitely one of my favorites that comes out every every month. Yeah, it is. I, I'm I'm one. sorry. I just I thought about that um, Ven Nam that was co- that's coming out. Yeah, I think. Sorry. For okay, so <laughs> so we talked about Venom, uh, the new Venom series. Issue yeah. three should be come soon, or issue four, one of the three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all excited about that. In that story, there was a Vietnam photo of other guys that had uh, alien symbiote symbiote suits. So like you know. In, they were in Vietnam. Well, there is a new Venom series coming out called Venom. And yeah. We um, were kind of laughing about the title, but I think it's going to be awesome seeing how these Vietnam vets in, use that in war. In war. And it, it's going to be I'm really gonna cool. I'm going to read it for sure. Venom. Yes. Yeah, I know. So I'm, it could be really cool. So, but yeah, uh, that's Gideon Falls, uh, issue number five, a fabulous book. From Jeff Lemire. One that I do like. Because I'm, I'm just so hit or miss on Jeff Lemire books. Yeah. Well, um, you're hit or miss on Jeff Lemire art. Uh, no, you're mostly miss on his art. Would you say you just don't like his art in general? Yeah. I guess I can get behind that. Yeah. I get behind that. Um, okay. What's next? What should we talk about? What Either should we talk about? The Magic Order or this Rat Queens book? I will fly through the Rat Queens one. I, I, I don't really want to go through it because it's... I don't know. It's pretty self-explanatory, and you didn't really even like it, right? No, no I wasn't a big. I wasn't a fan. Yeah, um, we'll just. We'll I didn't just, hate it. it. Yeah, I was just like, eh, I missed the regular Rat Queen story. I thought it was a good use of the license. Like, I thought it was. I thought it was um, building the brand actually, yeah. and like it's a build a brand movement because it showed that the Rat Queens, like the characters themselves, transcend their own book. Yeah, and can be put into different things, and that. That has elevated this to a new level for them, I think, because um, 
I really liked it. Like the, it has the Rat Queens who normally traditionally are in a Dungeons and Dragons style fantasy universe. Yes, you would agree, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yep. Just trying to set the stage, people. This one, it's a one shot. It deals with the Rat Queens in a cyberpunk fantasy Dungeons and Dragons world with with like tech mercenaries and like Blade Runner. Yeah. And like I thought it was really great and really fun because I already knew the characters before, but this is just this alternate universe of them and uh i had so much fun with the hacking part of it and i had so much fun with that cyberpunk quality to it and um you still get your fantasy from it because the dragon shows up a, you know a, a kill team shows up to the, to kill them a, like a shadow dragon what did they call uh phase dragon phase dragon yeah so i thought that was cool um did you not like the art did you like the art or not like not the art really um i just didn't, um, well, okay. Some, sometimes I'm not quick to pick up on stuff, so I wasn't sure if this was just a future. Um, is it a future from the world that we already know? Mm-hmm. Um, is it just a different dimension? I didn't really know what, uh, where, where, what it was. You couldn't suspend your dis- your belief on this to just be just to just be a instant story. world, like yeah. you know what I mean. No, I, I got I, you. I did that. Didn't even enter my head. I. I, that's that's where I came from. This like knowing because it's like a neon punk style cyber world, like you know. Okay. Um, so it's very Deus Ex, and you know. So just uh, so you're saying, just put out of my mind Rat Queen stuff and just read this uh, to, to for a story. They're still the Rat Queens. They're still the team. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But just they think about that world and just not existing. This is their own. This is the Rat Queen. Yeah, world. you know, this is a different dimension. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not like they're jumping from that fantasy world here okay you know you know what i mean yeah they just haven't done anything like that before no never i mean because the other one shot was orc dave right and but that was in their world where you know it's just dave's backstory right yeah i don't think this is a any continuity or anything it's just i think it's just a use of the license as a different property almost you know what i mean different world um so much fun though i thought it was really cool and i really enjoyed the art um it is Almost tank girly, but not like um, the right. Hewlett style stuff. It's more the twenty uh, first um, century tank girl stuff. I don't, mind, I, I don't mind the art, but I find the color palette <clears throat> so similar that sometimes it's gets it, muddy. It, it just feels orange and brown. You know, it doesn't really have nothing stands out. Yeah, um, I, I got you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely uh, um, nothing, that tone. Nothing pops for me, and um, as far as writing goes, it was great you know yeah i don't know i thought i thought the art was uh very good um i think you and i have that differing of opinion between like you know like um royal city and like you know this book like i think the artistic choice here is perfect like i liked that ground lit level thing because it feels like the city is it doesn't feel like the city has lights it feels like the city is just glowing you know what i mean yeah almost like it's lit from beneath somehow yeah and i liked that i thought it really set the stage and it sets that cyber future you know i I keep i hate saying the word cyberpunk because i think it gets overused a lot as a generalization of a of a sci-fi you know and i think thing but yeah it is that it's the cyberpunk terminator-esque utopia you know yeah um but yeah it's cool and um i thought the rat queens doing it and being in this universe was fun and i liked how instead of um being a witch she was a hacker and you know we still get our sorcery and our magic but yeah 
we uh, we get a little taste of this future world too. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was a cute ending too. It was super funny. They're the overall idea was they're going after this hacker who's been stealing people's money as a shitty person. Yeah. And um, that was my first thing when all of a sudden, when the first page, we're seeing little um, you know snapshots of people's bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, something going. This is a rat queen's book. I mean, that, <laughs> that hit me. I loved that. I thought this was like a fun just venture with the queens as a different take. See, and maybe it's because I wasn't going into it. Let's see what this is. I was going into it going, what's this next Rat Queen book? You know, I got you. So I don't I don't know. Maybe I just went into it with um, the wrong idea of what it was. And so when it wasn't that, I didn't know what to did you finish it? it. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know what to think of it. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm give gonna, it a reread or something. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to go back and reread it with, you know, with all that other the past stuff we know. It just you know, push that aside. There, you know, this is where they're from, and yeah, and um, there's just no setup. No, I and I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the mercenary look to all of them was really cool too. They're all they've all got that futurist kind of. Military militant rebel look. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was so much fun, and uh, I think everybody should read this if they have never read Rat Queens before. I think this would be a really cool read for you too, just because you don't need that other story, to read you it. know, to read it. You don't need, um, you know, what, the you, other fantasy stuff. You to know, read the this. other thing that kind of threw me off is they're not different species uh, in this book. They're all the same. No, I mean you still got she's still a smidgen, and she's still got like horns. Ear, you know, like and she's a dwarf. She's got a beard, for God's sakes. She has she has stubble. I think it's a, a funny. I love that she's a girl, but she has she, stubble. She let the beard come on this one because she's like the gun toting, like rah, like you right, know what I mean. Right, right, right. So I I liked her as the gruff part of the unit, even yeah. though she is a woman. She's a dwarf, so she had stubble on her face. <laughs> funny the idea of it was hilarious to me and also badass i'll I'll go back and give it a reread you should yeah i liked rat queens a lot uh rat queens excuse me rat queens uh special 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 it's called neon static is what it's called yeah fun fun book so yeah uh the other book that i did not get to pick up um was the magic order yes did you uh, want to run through those first, Coda? I'll quick run through them, yeah. Um, Coda came out from Boom Studios. Uh, I really like this book. It's a great fantasy book. Really just lowly ordered, I think, from a lot of shops. I don't think a whole lot of shops are really carrying this book, um, which sucks. I think it's a great book, and I love the fact uh, – I love the art, and uh, the world building is absolutely just acid trip Lord of the Rings, like really cool. Yeah. And um what issue is that? This is issue 3. Yeah. I think I bought issue 1. Mhm. And I f- I feel like uh there's so much has happened in three issues like the story never moves at a crawl in this book. A lot of things happen per issue. Right. And I mean from issue number 1 to issue number 3 like the world has almost ended like two or three times and it's just fun. And um do you remember he was searching for his wife? Yeah. Do you are you going to read it? Okay, he was searching for his wife, and he went to that town to search for her and get like steal their magic, because they like mm-hmm. made magic. So he went to steal there, but he got caught. So then they exiled him, and then he had gone and like lost his way, and he was stuck in this dude's like magic tower for like three days. 
Okay. And the dude's ma- and the guy has lost his mind because he's put like a spell on himself to keep him young. Yeah. But he has no idea what's going on, like in terms of like his house. So it's a, like a a glimmer. Yeah. So he sees everything as he's like young and vibrant, and the house is beautiful, and like he has food, and like when all actuality he's super old and like disabled, and like the how the actual castle is is like in disrepair so yeah he's he's seeing ultimate reality kind of thing yeah and even our main character can see it too yep because the spell but Mm -hmm. anyway uh he goes there because he got exiled and this lady who is the wizard's daughter she says they're gonna go attack that place to steal the acre like the acre is what they call the magic and he tries to chase her down but ends up losing her but he gets on his steed and rides and rides into battle or like rides to find her and it uh, turns out she's in this, like, giant city that's, like, pulled around by, like, a colossus. Like, like a giant like colossus pulls this city around Jeez. on its shoulders. It's, a, it's a, a huge giant. Like, I'll show you a screenshot, or not a screenshot, excuse me, a panel of it. Um, here it is. So, like, there's the giant, like, the titan. Yeah. And it's pulling this huge city. And then here's the tower, like where he stole the, where he was gonna steal the acre. Yeah. And they have a giant like cannon on top of it. It's a huge magic cannon that they load a shell into and shoot stuff. Okay. So That's he's really cool artwork. I really like the again watercolor look to it. I don't know if it was watercolor, but I don't think so. But it's just really like that's awesome. It's really pastel. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the colors. Cool. But uh, he's riding back to this place now because she's going to steal all the magic. Okay. Um. But he gets there, and uh, prior to him getting there, he juiced up his unicorn, or his pentacorn, like crazy, yep. to get there faster, yep. because she's on this giant titan thing, and he was on foot, yep. I and then he had his the horse. I we were talking about how the pentacorn, that was the funny thing about the first issue. Was yeah. There's a, a pentacorn in this book. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but he jacks it, like, juices it up, like, that's a great screenshot, or a great panel of art right there, too, of right. him just pumping it full of acre. And then it just zips off like a lightning bolt. Like, and then he gets there and they're getting attacked. So he takes his pentacorn and rides right through the front lines. Like, boosh, and like explodes them. <laughs> they just hit with a nuclear bomb. Right. They just Traveling blow horizontally. They just blow up and he keeps continuing to just ride right through the, the enemy. Oh, I love all the blood and guts flying everywhere. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. So, um, <laughs> you're giddy over it. <laughs> it is just it's so it's so enjoyable. It's such a fun book. But uh, uh, he gets into the walls and he grabs the 